Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. Ooh. Hey there, buzzers. What's going on? This is Ali Kona Bradford here with Miss Kelly. Hi. Uh, she knows <laughs> her last name. Anyways, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. We are here to do another wonderful Arrow After Show. We were left in such dire suspense last time. (laughs) But before we get started, I want to say we did this last time. We had great interaction. You guys, we have our phones on us. So if you want to tweet us, join the conversation, you can tweet me at KissMyPassport. However, my phone is dying. So if I don't answer your question, tweet Kelly. Yes, you can tweet me at Kelly with an IE079. All right, let's get down. So we left off last episode Oliver, a.k.a. who just proclaimed, excuse me, proclaimed himself as Arrow, is surrounded by a SWAT team courtesy of Laurel. And we're thinking, how is he going to get out of this? Exactly. And the thing that I find funny is how is she the, like, the leader of this SWAT team? Right. How is it, someone from She's the district D- attorney's yeah. office the leader of the SWAT team? Like, yeah. Where's the captain? What's uh, going on here? No idea. No idea. And, you know, someone else had told me, too, that they they knew Canary was jumping in, so I kind of had a little bit of a spoiler. Mm. But still, it was cool to see her jump in and figure out, because I didn't know how she was going to deal with all those people. Right. But then we saw that she had this supersonic... Sound waves. She busted their eardrums, broken glass, you know, distracted everybody. And, you know, she grabs him and, you know... Because he follows her out. Yeah. Well, you know, in the irony in this situation, I don't know if you feel like this, but she saved him. And afterwards, he's questioning her in general, telling the rest of the team, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about having other vigilantes out here and we have to capture her. Mm-hmm. She just saved you. Are you pulling a laurel? That's what it seems like. <laughs> right. Well, he's, you know, he's used to being the one that saves the day. So he was in a vulnerable situation. Is there a little which he hero jealousy going on I right now? I think it might be. And plus he got saved by a girl. Oh, that's true, mm-hmm. huh? So it might be a little bit of an ego thing, a little, you know, he's got to still be the tough one, and he we don't find him in those kind of situations a lot. Right. So that could have had a, some, a little bit to do with say, it. And if he is, usually it's Diggle that comes to the rescue. And true. that's okay, because he's a big, hearty dude, so that's okay. Yeah, but... so getting saved by a girl probably had to shake him up a little bit. That's why his his comment, nice mask. Right? <laughs> oh, that was hilarious to me. I said, yeah, mask envy, right? Because you have the eyeshadow still, and you need a mask. How about you ask her where she purchased the mask, and you can get one too. Have Felicity concoct one up with her chemicals and make one for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I but all in all, one. it was a great scene. They get you know gets out of there, and then um, you know he's back in business. 
and the canary is gone. Can I just tell you how right now I was excited because I got a tweet? Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we have a question. And I looked and it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Tweeting out the show. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you guys, get on it. Tweet. Okay, so going back to our storyline. So he gets rescued. Then we start seeing flashbacks right away at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. We're back on the island. Let's break down this whole entire scenario and start with you, there's – you know, we left off the island where there's some dead Japanese soldiers from, I believe he said, the 60s. So they had some bodies. Yes. And we find out that Shadow was pre-med. Was yeah. Pre-med? She was pre-med before she ended up on that island. Yeah. Interesting. And we see a little bit more jealousy from Slade. Yeah, and then we had some we had some comments and some people tweeting at us last week that, and you know comments on YouTube and thinking wondering if somebody had a really interesting theory and I think it may be a little out there but thinking that the jealousy wasn't necessarily of Shadow yes I but read it that. was of Oliver yes that maybe he was jealous like that she was messing up their bromance. Was it a bromance but, or, was or it what? More you know, I, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe there's more feelings there. Maybe you know he doesn't like you know three's a crowd. I, I don't know. Yeah. But we see. You know, I was reading some interesting theories from you guys. So I love that. It shakes right. everything up. <laughs> okay, so we have a rebuttal from. Uh, gosh, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, but is it Rio Zen ninety two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the theory is that he's. Just, um, it's not mu- as much of an ego thing, but just the way she's doing it because she's doing something different and killing people. And obviously, he's trying to stay away from the killing people situation. But so. Did she kill anybody? At she busted point, out some eardrums, but did she kill anybody? At that point, she hadn't. No. Hmm. And we okay. didn't see her kill any, you know, until the end until of the, the show. End. That's when she, we saw her kill the one guy to save her own life. And right. then, you know, and then the really, really bad guy. Yeah. Which is but, okay. We'll let her get it with that. You one. know. He could have escaped prison again. Why do we want to take that chance? Exactly. I thought it was a wise decision, personally. So going back into the island, Oliver and I see, I go start calling these people their real names. Slade. Yes, there you Mm -hmm. go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, So Oliver and Slade are on the island, and there's this whole banter back and forth about, you know, you shouldn't trust or get attached to people because it's kind of the end of you. And Oliver, I like that he stood up to him and was like, you know what? That's who I am, though. You know, mm-hmm. I think that love gets you through things and blahzy, blahzy, blahzy. So then maybe I am an idiot and that's just who I am. Exactly. Basically, I'm going to exactly. own it. Mm-hmm. But the better part of that situation was after they had that a- conversation about getting attached to people, mm-hmm. who falls off the cliff? Exactly. Thank you very much. Who needs help from someone that is that, attached and, to you? And he says as much. He's like, well, it's a good thing I got attached to you. I didn't, right? you know, I didn't break off my attachment to you. Right. Boom. <laughs> so we see Slade in a vulnerable place where Oliver has to save him. And we've seen that a couple of times, like, in the island where he's been surprised by Oliver stepping in and kind of taking right, charge there. Right, But, you know, but I like that because he, you know, he he's the hero. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, there's this new situation where there's boats and they're firing off cannons. And, of course, it's to the hideout airplane, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. They come running back. And I'm a little... Not confused, but just wondering what the next moment is going to be because we saw first Oliver running, Shadow! He, yeah. <laughs> he's like running into the fire. Like he's running, he's dodging cannonballs. Yeah. No, but then there goes Slade. <laughs> Oliver! After him. <laughs> Bromance! Yes. Oh my god! Yes. Theory proved. <laughs> so, but then you see Slade with his hands on fire. I'm assuming, I don't know, I saw him just doing Yeah, and his hands were on fire. And then Oliver passes out again. Yeah. And then when he wakes back up, he's in a, you know, like a, a prison cell. Prison. A boat prison. 
I, I don't know. I don't think it's that easy. I don't think that's how he made it off the island because obviously he has not obtained the level skill level he needs right, to be not yet. yet. Mm-mm. So apparently we're still going to see a lot more of the island. I'm just wondering if Slade's going to be handicapped, if he's gone at this point in the show and Arrow's on, or not Arrow yet, but Oliver's on his own. I don't know. Or maybe he's in another cell. Oh, that's possible. Because if he was hurt, you know, then, you know, maybe they captured him as well. Hmm. And Shadow, we'll is she see. dead? Is she alive? We don't know. Or was she working with them? Maybe. Because she wanted to stay behind. Not necessarily didn't want to. They were just leaving her behind. The right. guys were going to go kind of be the lookout and check out the situation. And she was examining the bo- the bodies. But did she really need to? Did she really I need mean, to examine the They were the kind bones? of past dead. It so like, She's like putting the skeletons back together. Kind of, you know, checking things out. I don't know what that's going to accomplish. Something I'm sure know. cool. Hmm. Either way. Interesting. Well, speaking of prisons, let's get into the ooh, woman of the hour in prison, Miss Moira, queen. Yep. Who, it seems like she's suffering from a lot of guilt understandable but to the point where she's so passively accepting all of her fate like uh, you know obviously spend some time in jail but she's willing to spend the rest of her life in jail if need be and then with the death penalty penalty excuse me everybody was shocked and though she was shocked towards the end she was at peace with everything because the other lawyer had made a good point 503 people died and i'm not Mm -hmm. afraid to make it 504 Mm -hmm. and yeah it's true and i understand that she assisted but it doesn't take into account, and she's not pointing out the fact that she was also trying to stop it. At some point, she finally well, gained... At the very last minute. True. It, w- it was at the very last minute. And if Oliver hadn't come back, and if he'd have been, you know, he really had been dead, would she have? You know, yeah. considering everything that he was doing, and yes, and the... Um, so <laughs> and the you know yes. the and the vigilante like coming back and yeah. you know kind of messing up their plans. Would she have had the courage to stand up and say something in the end, or would she have just kind of gone along with it? Right. If Oliver hadn't come back, right. So that's always something that I've wondered about her character because she was like pretty shady and everything that happened, and even you know with her husband dying, Oliver going missing, and even her new husband getting kidnapped, still couldn't make her change. You know, kind of that's step up true. earlier. That's very true. So, you know, she really had to wait till the very, till like seconds before that bomb was about to explode. Uh, okay, so I just got another tweet from Ryan with Allison. I said it right this time. <laughs> okay, so there are hints that Oliver didn't spend all five years on the island, like the Russian mob and the tattoos. Well, we, I have read the fact that it's kind of become his safe haven or his escape, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't know why someone would want to go to an island where they were tortured and poked at and shot at and cannonballed at as far as a place to be serene, relaxed, and escape. But if that's your vice. Well, maybe it's because that's where he kind of had that transformation from, you know, from a bratty, spoiled kid to like somebody that actually has compassion and cares about something other than himself. So maybe that's kind of the meaning that it has for him is that kind of turned him into a man, really, where he had to take care of himself. And it wasn't always the easy way out. And it wasn't just boat parties and girls and, you know, that sort of thing. Like he really had to fight for survival. Well, then that must lead to the clue that there's, I would think, not as many bad folks on that island. Because why would you go to a place where you're constantly fighting for your life, where people are chasing after you? And that's your serene, let me go away place. Somewhere in the storyline, maybe after he left, somebody was 
you know, taking I mean, there's care definitely of. so much more to that because we only see bits and pieces and it's like a puzzle. And, right. you know, hopefully, you know, but maybe by the you know end of this season, we'll have more of a picture of that. And then, you know, as the series continues. Right. But it's interesting because, I mean, we got real small flashes of the a lot shorter than we normally get. Right. In this episode. It was really quick. You know, what would be really cool is if they did an episode in reverse as far as. A little bit of current time, but majority of the episode is all mm. island. So we could get one full story from well, the Well, they, they kind of did last season. They, they did a little bit when, you know, they were trying, to, you know, when they were really trying to escape and they were trying to, you know, redirect that plane and all that. That right. was more of an island episode. So we True. had a little bit more of it last season than we than we're doing now. I think we're just missing that. That's true. <clears throat> you forget about we're all having that. Withdrawal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, so going back to Moira, we also get to see the relationship develop between her and Thea. Now that Thea has allowed Moira back into her life, mm-hmm. she's showing up with a new outfit and trying to have an optimistic look on everything. And that's where we see Moira just like, well, kind well, of- you got to face facts. Like, this yeah. is what I did. I, you know, I'm ready to accept the consequences of that. And I need you to understand how severe this really is, because yeah. if I don't come out of this, you have to be OK. Right. And I actually do admire the fact that she's doing that. And at this point, I mean, you got to think about it for the last five or so years, at least as long as Oliver's been gone. She's had this, you know, this man, you know, really standing on top of her and not letting her make her own choices and really dictating her whole life and leaving her in fear, you know, as far as her children and are concerned and everything right. and now she's kind of free of that so it's if all she has to do is sit in prison and not okay. really worry about hey them. you know what prisons these days there's tv <laughs> you can go take a few classes go to the gym pump some iron yeah. i mean really it's almost like free hotel not uh, uh, no. you know i'm being sarcastic guys so please sorry but maybe that's kind of where her head's at and she's like you know we just need to face the facts here and just like prepare ourselves which is one thing she you know didn't before but she's also really scared of the trial as far as all these other secrets that we don't even know about coming which to light was weird she would rather rot in jail than have her children find out that she was under uh malcolm as much as she was mm-hmm Really? He, well, mean, because she knew that Malcolm had her husband killed, remember? Right. Okay. Because there's all these saying, other things. Yeah. And she had the boat. She had hidden in some other place. Um, and, uh, you know, like all of those different things, like all these key things that she knew about the book, she knew about the list, like all these other little – who knows what way, else she's she knows. like – Shit out of luck. <laughs> you just did way too many things. If people find that out, you'll be in jail for infinity years. So I mean, and she also set up that poor man that got that that Merlin killed. Remember, thinking that he was the rat when it was really her. Oh, I was like, there's like, a poor guy in the show. No, no, no. That I, I can't remember. Her. I know the Asian gentleman. Yes, I can't remember his yes. name right now. But you know, like she did a lot of shady things herself to try yeah, to stay that's alive. True. That's true. So there's and and that's just the stuff we know about. That's true. So there, I mean, there's definitely a lot more. Good point, Kelly. As always, a lot more in there that I, if I were her, I'd uh, let me just chill here. Yeah, I'm (laughs) good. I've got my family back. They all see me, and you know they're accepting me for the flaws they know about. Let's not dig deeper into that. I'm good. Well, you know who did get out of jail? That creepy, creepy man. My gosh, Bart. Mathis. Mathis, thank you very much. Taking us to the title of this episode, Broken Dolls. And the creepiest thing ever to me are freaking dolls. For a lot of people. I hate dolls. I hate porcelain dolls. Those gross. The ones with the blinky eyes. Creep me out. It's like, yes. But it's like, (laughs) who gets, I mean, psycho killers are obviously psycho, so how you can't really break down the whole psychotic. This is a very interesting 
psycho killer. Yes. What? Like turning girls into porcelain dolls. Like hardening their esophagus and suffocating them. That's disgusting. Wow. And very particular about the skin type. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a very creative name of the cream. What was Mermadia or Mermadian? Yeah, Mermadian or something. Yeah. yeah. Because it's made of crushed pearls. They like, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> like very, very particular about the skin, the girl, the, the types of, you know, he wants porcelain dolls. So they right. must have porcelain skin and take care of it. Right. And he is super creepy. He, Lance had originally put him in jail and yes. he had killed eight girls before he got put away. Yes. And so that was a really dark and creepy case for Lance because it's right after Sarah was killed. Yes, which leads to a very deeper meaning behind everything because mm-hmm. he finally admitted. It's interesting because he was trying to get out of Laurel what her her guilt is coming from as far as how she has this vendetta against Arrow, what what is it? It's mm-hmm. a guilt. It's something. But he himself is dealing with the same exact thing, except for the differences is with these girls. He was envisioning himself. You know, I couldn't save Sarah, so let me try to save you. And with exactly. each girl that died, it was like losing her. Again. And that was his struggle in a lot of the first season. Like in most of it, that was his struggle is getting kind of over that. And now he's in a different place, and he's actually going to the Arrow for help. He know yeah. he he realizes that the city is in a place that where the police just can't do it on their own. And then this whole thing with Pike is having this, you know, grudge against him and really kind of staying on him and really wanting to keep like a traffic cop. That's it. Yes. That's really all he gets to be a metro. You know, and I'm wondering if this guy at one point in his life was underneath Lance and he's just taking out the fact that he now has the control in the situation and now I'm in charge of you. So I'm going to make you suffer. Maybe. I don't know. But there definitely seems to be a lot more to it than simply him just being upset for what happened last season. Like, I, oh, I there's definitely more. You're to really going to arrest him for obstructing justice when he's trying to help a situation. If it wasn't for him, that whole situation wouldn't have went off on your radar, excuse me, radar mm-hmm. for you to come anyways. Exactly. Granted, by the time you got there, Mathis was already dead. But still, if he wasn't dead, you would have had the opportunity to re-arrest him. And even before even before that, when they set up the sting with Felicity wanting to go undercover. Yeah. Because it's her life and it's her choice. Yes, I totally <laughs> wanted to play Bon Jovi, by the way, for the <laughs> opening, guys. Either way, I do like the team up, though. I like it a lot. I like that Lance is, in a sense, forced to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. And he had made... A comment, because at first he was sort of trying to still do the cop thing, but then he finally realized that sometimes you just have to get justice. And obviously our city is falling to shambles. No one's doing anything about it. The police are so spread thin, they're keeping stuff secret. Mm -hmm. And he just wants to make things right. So, you know, him and Arrow have something in common. Yeah, so that's, and he's the one, and Lance is actually the one that kind of puts the clues together and how they find the connection of how Mathis is finding these girls. He wrote, yes. you know, he gives Arrow his personal file of the, the, the case from before, and he remembers things about it, and that's how they find the skin cream. Right. And, you know, and narrow it down, and that's how, you know, essentially they get him. And unfortunately, he gets away the first time. You know what? Okay, this is something I picked up on. First of all, I thought it was cool that, he was tuned in on the phone conversation with Felicity and he could hear all the things she was doing mm-hmm. and him being, how did she do that? Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Cool. That, that's perfect. But Felicity's voice wasn't disguised at all. With Arrow, when he talks, he always has a voice there. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't do that for her so that way her identity didn't come out. Well, no, because at this point, Lance knows that that's, remember, like that's how he has the meeting with Arrow in the first place is because he calls Felicity. Oh, and then that's how the meeting is set up on the roof in the very beginning, because when he gets kicked off the case, 
he goes and he calls Felicity. Remember, they're sitting in the room, and that's after they're trying to figure out who this canary is, or this new, you know, this woman. Right. And uh, that's when Felicity gets a call, and she's like, "Hello, detective." Right. It was You're Lance right. calling her, and that's you know, so he knows already, and he knew from last season, like that was his connection, and she was, you know, loosely working with him. But now he knows, obviously, it's a team effort. Now he knows everybody because even like in the sting, Diggle was involved right so he knows that that's the whole team now so now detective lance is in he's made it through and he's somewhat a part of the team too mm-hmm. and i think he has a lot to offer the team as well too with his background being a detective absolutely absolutely saying. and it's kind of like you know switch because last season laurel was really on their side and kind of you know yeah. advocating for them and it, it's flipped around this time yeah and, and that's what he's trying to figure out is you know why are you blaming and holding this grudge against the arrow so hard like what is going on and she's a little bit like, whoa, dad. Yeah. Like, Chill out. Don't yeah. come at me with that. And she, yeah. you know, she's obviously like very angry, very emotional. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, she, she has an attitude right now that's just really annoying. She, yes. You, you want to slap her. Absolutely. So we're, we're going to have, you know, watching her kind of struggle through that this episode was, it was good to see where she finally, you know, of course it obviously takes a traumatic situation, which most of the time it really does to yes. kind of shake you out of, you know, what you're in and make you see things in a different way. Kelly made a really interesting observation. This is totally irrelevant to the storyline. <laughs> but every time Laurel is laying down, she looks like a completely different person. We were trying to figure out, and this is absolutely no offense to her whatsoever, but did she have plastic surgery since season one? Because something about her face was... Well, when... Okay, so... And we're coming to the point where, obviously, like, Mathis got away the first time. And then, you know, he actually kidnaps Laurel and Lance. And when he's she's in the van, I didn't even recognize her. I thought she was some random girl. And I thought she was Thea. How <laughs> off was I? I don't know. Interesting. But she just, like, looks looked a little different. And maybe it's just me. Yeah. Beautiful know. girl, though. No, absolutely. It's just, you know, I don't know. And what's, this is going to sound so sick and demented, but as she was tied up because, you know, Mathis is planning to make her one of his dolls, she's tied up, she's crying. I don't know if she's sweaty, she's wet for some reason, she's t- tears coming down her face. I was like, oh, she looks really pretty. <laughs> I know, something's wrong with me. Not but her skin the... was not porcelain enough to no, his liking. Her, he did make a comment. He should make a comment about that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm tied up. You're about to kill me, and you're now going to make me feel insecure about my sunspots. Thank <laughs> you're you. You're going to insult my complexion. Thanks. Uh, awesome. <laughs> but I mean, that was like. I mean, can you imagine? That's super scary. There's nothing Absolutely. you can do, and then her dad has to watch. That horrible. Sick. And as I'm watching the scene, and. I mean, what, seriously, if this was a real life situation, what's a father to do? You're so helpless and he's screaming at him. I won't curse on television, but I will say he's using a lot of you, son of a gun, you son of a gun, I'm going to kill you. And then it's almost, he didn't give up per se, but after he couldn't do anything else from son of a gun, it turned to Laurel, honey, close your eyes. I'm Mm -hmm. here. I'm here. How awful. I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine. And luckily, you know, Arrow shows up just in time and, you know, kind of saves her. With his new found, not quite assistant, the Canary. Let's talk about her. Mm-hmm. Well, right. So he calls on his new red Arrow, yes. his little spy, to go and keep his ear to the streets and find out who this chick is. Yeah. So Roy Harper starts asking around, going into the glades, and he's like, trading liquor. Is that how Thea was missing yeah. liquor? Oh! 
is that what that I'm so slow right now. I knew <laughs> he's like, you know, having to do favors to kind of see what's going on in the street. And he finds out that the canary's been hanging out with this girl, Cindy, Sin, Sin with the uh, spiky hair. So he yeah. goes looking for this chick, finds her. Of course, she runs and he chases her to the canary's Lair. secret hideout. Yeah. And she knocks him out, ties him up. Only to slap him again. Abercrombie. <laughs> Wake up. Do you think this is me reaching very far? Have you ever seen Growing Pains back in the day? Growing Pains, What Women Want with Mel Gibson. Not Chrissy. I know it's not Chrissy because <laughs> I read the name of the girl last week on News and Gossip. But there was some sort of resemblance that I kept on. She favored her a little bit, but no, it's not her. I <laughs> but saw I can it. see that I a little saw bit. It. Okay, yeah. going back to the story. Anyway. Um, so, you know, he, he comes to, she's asking, and this is, I mean, we find out why she's asking these questions in the end, but she's like, you know, who's, did they send you? Are you one of them? Remember, yeah. Canary's asking him and he's like, one of who? What are you talking about? And then he gets a text. She picks up his phone and then she says, let him go. And she leaves. Right, and right. we see it's a text from Thea that says, Laurel kidnapped, need you. Right. And it could be two different motivations. A, we know that she goes after dudes. First of all, just pigs in general. Mm-hmm. So she's going to rescue people and it's a woman in need. B, we have this theory that it could be Sarah. I mean, yeah, Sarah could be Canary. So to see a text message and it's your sister's name that is now in danger. Holy cow. Absolutely. And I mean, spoiler alert, but I mean, the, most of you guys already know, like anybody that's read anything about the characters and all that, you know, it's like we know it's Sarah. Like that's like the the first concoction of the canary that's coming out. It is it is Sarah, and you know finding out like how she survived the island. Like what? How did you know? Where did she go? She gets sucked out of the boat. So what part of the island did she end up on that Oliver never saw her? Right. You know where did she wash up on? Who picked her up? Was it someone? You know maybe it was the boats. Because we don't. I, you know maybe I will it was theorize, hypothesize, and all that <laughs> when we get into predictions. Because I have an opinion mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. But I will say when it came to the fighting scene, when everything went down. In a sense, her and Oliver were working together as the Arrow Canary-ish, mm-hmm. but same intention, not necessarily But separate. Together. It was like separate yeah. fights. But she was bad ass. Yeah, she was. Absolutely. Plus, she comes down on the silk, like, you know, the drape. Yeah. And she, like, does that whole, it's all very artistic and very graceful how she comes out. She has her baton. She's like, you know, Her she's... baton. <laughs> That's funny. You know what, though, I'm wondering, too, is if this actor who plays her, if there's a stunt devil, or mm-hmm. if it's really this girl and she, whoever, Katie Lotz is her mm-hmm. name, if Katie Lotz just did a lot of training or she has some sort of background in martial arts. But it's amazing. That's one thing about this show, I will say. All of the fight scenes are never a snore. No, it's great. Never. It's great. And, and the show just keeps getting better. I love it. Yes. I, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. Even when there may be like a little bit of a lull in the action, it's still like a really great storyline. Absolutely. It's good, twisted, all mm-hmm. kinds of emotions. Yeah. So she's fighting. He's fighting back. He drops pipes on her. Doesn't stop her. Right. You know? And I love that. Laurel actually got to see the arrow saving her because she was so anti for the longest mm-hmm. time. And if it wasn't for her, her him, wow, really? <laughs> he, she. If it wasn't for the he, she, she would be a doll right now. Mm-hmm. So, which comes and brings us full circle back to the fact that she finally admits to her dad the, the real feeling that she has towards the arrow. And then she comes to, and maybe she already knew this and just didn't say it out loud and didn't want to admit it, but the mm-hmm. fact that she now feels guilty for Tommy's death. Because it was, in, I mean, and technically, if she would have left when she was supposed to, he wouldn't have went back there. Stubborn But being girl. stubborn and not wanting to leave her work, 
Right. You know, he came to rescue her and, you know, bad things happened. That's a shame. It is. I mean, and, and really, it, obviously, it's not her fault. I mean, she didn't make him go and it, it really oh, no. isn't. But I mean, that's kind of something that you think, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Every choice you make kind of changes the course of your life. So what What if she had left when she was supposed to? You know, what if he hadn't come? What if they'd still but been fighting? But that all fighting? just plays into fate. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it's somebody's time not to get all, oh, right. <laughs> you know, whatever Let's on Let's not you, get but... too deep into all that. No, no, no. But, you know, obviously it was time. Yeah. And darn, he got killed off. But going back to the Black Canary, we find out, first of all, this ninja shows up. And <laughs> at first, I thought it was Oliver. Oh, I thought it was Arrow at I first. I thought it was like, a dark I, like, archer. And when I first like glanced, I thought. But know. then I saw the eyes. Mm-hmm. I said, "No, that's a ninja." And Kelly, you'd made reference because you're like, "Oh, Raza, excuse me, Raza Ghoul, Batman." And yeah, like, the Dark and, Knight and yes. his it's the League of Shadows, the assassins. And I said, "Splinter," because <laughs> that's what he reminded me. I'm like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> But no, that's like, that's where she learned, that's where she learned to fight and that's where she was trained. So it right. just made me think, I wonder if... She was on that side of the island. Well, if if ultimately that's how Oliver gets trained by maybe some, like someone from his league or if that's where Slade was part. Do, I mean, I don't, did we ever know? Like, I can't remember. I have to go back and look. But um, but I, I love that they're bringing that in because, I mean, as you guys know, if you're a fan of, like, we have got bees in here. Sorry, guys. It's kind of freaking me out. <laughs> um, but if you're a fan, like, the Batman series, The Dark Knight, then, you know, you know, uh, you know, Ra's al Ghul's kind of, like, the demon's head. He's, like, this, you know, he wants to kind of purify the world and basically kill everybody that's not part of his League of Shadows. And he just has this really twisted kind of view on what you know, constitute people that are worthy to live. Right. So it's just like interesting, his whole thing and, and kind of finding out that she came from that group. It's like, you know, you don't just get to leave. Right. And so the ninja that comes back, you know, the, 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 one of the members of that group that comes back for her, you know, it's not her choice to leave. He's summoning her back. She needs to go. And, and hence, you know, yeah, she's like, sorry. I'm not just gonna, gonna do stab it. you right now. Just say nothing. You don't want to. I don't want. You don't lie for me. Okay, cool. We'll we'll solve that problem. Bam. Yeah, you know, but that's you know that's how it is. She's hardcore. You know that's what you learn. And you know when you're part of those. You know we hang out with those kids. <laughs> uh, eventually, uh, she's obviously going to make it out of that league right but that's what that kind of like adds a little bit more depth for me you know because i don't know the comics like all that well so it's interesting to kind of see like the the, where they're taking this character in that sense because it's going to show like because she was you know sarah she was a party girl she was like the same as oliver she was younger kind of sillier so we don't even know kind of what her struggle was to get where she is now and then you know coming back to save her family essentially i mean i mean why else would she be back Right. Like to save her, you know, sister and her dad. And I wonder how long it's going to be before we, like, they meet and we find out that this is Will she ever take off the mask? I wonder. That is the question. That is the question. Will she ever share with Oliver? That is another question. I mean, can you imagine? Like, what is he? That's going to change his whole, I mean, he thinks he killed her. Right. That's going to be interesting in itself. And I would say not fair, but at the same time, it wasn't fair for his family to think he was dead for five years either. So. True, true, true. Either way, I do want to talk about some of the future guests. So if there's anything else you'd like to bring up from today's episode, let's talk about it. And if not, um, I don't want to get into news and gossip. Let's have... do news. Let's do okay. some news. Okay, let's Go for this. it. After Buzz TV News. All right. So I will have our trusty engineer pull up a picture for me and then just give me a short description so I know who I'm looking at. 
Oh, uno momento is my signal. So while we wait, I'll just talk about some of the people that are coming on the show. There will be the arrival of Grant Gustin, who plays Barry Allen, a.k.a. Flash, who will be forming a bond with Felicity. Us Felicity lovers are not (laughs) happy about that at all. No. (laughs) But here's the thing. His arrival, and I feel like, oh, look, and this is him. So I feel like the arrival of him and maybe seeing flirtation and the connection and chemistry with Felicity is what's going to make Oliver finally realize that he has a crush Stop on Stop it. He does no, not. You don't ever realize. You don't ever realize <laughs> until, until somebody else comes along and shows feelings for somebody. And then you're like, oh, I'm jealous. Where, wait, where's this coming from? Oh, my God. I love you. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. So either way, he's somebody that's coming up. And then another gentleman coming up is David Nickel, who will be playing the role of Anatoly. I'm going to mess this one up hard. <laughs> Kenyazev? It's Russian. I should have asked my roommate. Is he part of the Russian mob? Maybe. I don't know. His picture's a little small, guys, so I do apologize. But he is going to be... He was referenced in the episode of Vertigo in season one. So now we're actually going to see his character. Oh, so then he is. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be part of that whole... True. Yes. Yes. Cool. Gotcha. All right. So those are people that are up and coming. Let's see what else I have written down here. Okay. So that's pretty much the gist of it but what i really wanted to share with you unfortunately this studio we're not able to play the link so what i'm going to do is i'm going to tweet it out to you but turning to the front kelly is going to assist me with a little demonstration (laughs) because i will break down what happened you can watch it for yourself but for those of you who are john barrowman fans he played malcolm last season and i looked up and found this random panel discussion right and comic-con okay so i did not know that he was on the other team. So for me, it was a little bit of a shock because I heard it in his voice, you know, a little feminine. I was like, that just doesn't seem right because he's just so masculine. (laughs) He's not. So either way, he's got a little crush on Stephen Amell. So during this panel session, basically what happens is he talks about when he got proposed to do this show and he was talking to the producers, telling the producers, well, you know, I read about the character. Sounds cool. I'll do it. But only if you get me in a scene with, Stephen Amell naked. <laughs> and someone's like, ooh, you know, and some girl's asking him, well, does he know that? He's like, oh, he knows. I would drop down on my knees for him in like five seconds. I mean, to pray for him, <laughs> you guys, dirty minds. So he's a prankster. He got on set. And what he did in that very last scene, which was done, he says, as a gift to him, that last scene in the season finale where Oliver's hanging shirtless. He's like, that was for me. So he walks <laughs> into the room. Action, right? They're taping. Here is Kelly, who's pretending to be Manu Bennett, who is pretending to be Stephen Amell, walks in the room and approaches him, just all stark, like, hmm. Walks up to Stephen and he goes, ah! <laughs> It was awesome. It just tickles him, for those of you yeah, listening on iTunes. Yeah, just totally twists on his nipples. <laughs> and Stephen Amell can't do anything because he's tied up. It's the most awesome thing ever. He's super funny. So if you get a chance, check it out. Like I said, I will tweet it when I get home later on tonight. That sounds like such a fun video. I definitely want to see it. That's the most amazing news (laughs) ever this season. And if you're fans, you may have seen it already. But if not, watch it again. (laughs) All right. After that happy moment, let's get into some news and gossip. I mean, predictions. You know what I mean? You're flustered. I'm very flustered. I'm having visions of Stephen Stephen Amell half naked. (laughs) Nipples getting twisted. Okay, so going into predictions, we were talking about the canary. Yes. We were talking about 
excuse me, um, her being involved with Raza Ghul. And I was saying my prediction is that she is in some way obligated to them to where she's gotten herself in some sort of arrangement or deal that she is not able to get out of, Mm -hmm. which is why people are going after her. And I am just getting so many tweets right now. So Mm -hmm. before I'm going to turn over predictions to you right now, read some of these and then I can share everybody else's thoughts. Okay. Um, I, I'm kind of at a loss, honestly, for predictions. Like, it's, I'm just, I'm more curious to kind of see how everything plays out. I'm excited to see, to learn more about the canary, this version of the canary, since it's, you know, could possibly be two versions in this series. Uh-huh. So I've just, I want to see where she's been. I want to learn a little bit more of her backstory and kind of like what her main goal is there. Is it really just to kind of save her sister? But just like she's saving the city as, and, you know, as leading up to when she wants to reveal herself. Is she ever going to? Mm hmm. So that's just kind of my thing. I'm really like excited to see that. And then the whole thing with the DA, like we, you know, I got a tweet that, um, from someone that doesn't trust the DA. I don't either. There's definitely something kind of funky going on there, especially the way that he handled the whole announcement of he was asking for the death penalty and just, I don't know. So there's definitely going to be some more to that. And I don't, I definitely don't think that she's going to get the death penalty. Right. But I mean, I'll be surprised if they go that way. I don't trust. Really? I have <laughs> issues talking tonight. Forgive uh-huh. me. I don't trust the the cop situation anymore. I don't trust that Lance got demoted and he's getting pushed out. Mm-hmm. He was the one that knew the most about Mathis, and he's not allowed to work on the case. He's getting a- arrested. There's something, we already said it, but I have to say it again, there's just something really shady about that. Well, and I definitely think Laurel's about to switch sides. And I think we're oh, gonna yes. find, we're gonna probably find out who, like, the shady, like, the shady ones are, because she's gonna probably do some digging, kind of really see what's going on on her end. Yes. Which hopefully can help them. So, the tweets that I got, mm-hmm. <laughs> will she take the mask off? But she should get one for all of them instead. <laughs> I know. And I like that it's, it's paint, not eyeshadow. It's supposed to be paint. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We keep calling it eyeshadow. Oh, hence the inspiration of my green outfit and my green eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> it was Oliver. So the other tweet that I got, we were talking about David Nickel, mm-hmm. is that he was part of the Bratva, which is was that yeah. when Oliver went and like he was trying, you know, yes. put gotcha. So now we have a name to the perfect, mob. perfect. Oh, okay, so going back to my predictions, I think I'm gonna go with my always same prediction. So here comes new guy. Oh, oh gosh. Gonna, I know. She's gonna tell me shut all <laughs> Sorry, of you guys. Michael, like, I'm still not an Elicity fan. You know what? <laughs> this is what I think he's he's gonna get jealous. Forget Laurel. I love Felicity. Maybe I'll ask her out on a date. No! Well, I think Felicity's gonna hook up with a new dude. She's, she, yeah, yeah. It's please. gonna go somewhere first. It's definitely gonna go somewhere. Maybe they'll have a dating ship that's a little open as far as Oliver is concerned, because mm-hmm. he'll see some affection, some Maybe. flirty eyes and winks and stuff, and then be like, uh, you know, do the man thing, get real macho against new guy. Eh. But, you know what, actually, I read something, <laughs> oh gosh, I, I, I gotta find it in my notes, but it was something about Barry Allen's ca- character. Oh, Barry's a fanboy, and he comes to Starland City. Um, let's see, let's see, what else did I see? Something about the fact that he, re- first of all, relates to Felicity because he's a forensic scientist and he's a little bit socially awkward, so therefore that's where the connection comes in with him and Felicity. But at the same time, I think that he, he looked up to Arrow a little bit too, and I could be saying that. Totally well, see, and we're wrong. supposed to—we got you know—we're supposed to meet Felicity's parents, so maybe like he gets to meet the parents. The parents like him, and then it's kind of this whole thing, and you know, maybe they'll have a little kind of thing going on. 
That'll be interesting. It'll be interesting storyline going along with everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, that looks like that wraps up tonight's show. Thank you so much for joining us again. We love having you. We love being here for you. So tune in next week for the Arrow After Show. I'm Allie Corner Bradford. You can follow me at Kiss My Passport and and you can follow me at Kelly with an I E O seven nine. That's right. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Oh, that's twice. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.